When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome in for another episode of Vol Club Confidential. I'm your host, Austin Price. Tennessee spring practice is underway. The baseball team continues to play really well under Tony Vitello. It's a great time on Rocky Top. Let's bring in Spires and Vol Club's Will Watkins. Will, I know you all want to get more and more local businesses, either at the state level or just locally in Knoxville, um, to work with. Um, how, how has that been received, and, and, and how, how do we get you know, the Vol Club reaching out and, and getting more and more local businesses involved. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's something that's a big area of focus for us in 2023, trying to bring more value to the businesses across the state and Knoxville specifically. You know, I think there's a lot of value for working with these athletes and these guys and girls on campus are really excited to be building these relationships and working with local businesses. So we want to try to get as many involved as we can. So, you know, we're just hitting the pavement and trying to find as many businesses across the state as we can to get involved with the athletes here at Tennessee. You saw, you know, recently, you know, Nico Iamaliava, he, he, he got a deal. Yep. Um, and Joe Milton, close to getting the deal yep. um, locally. You know, kind of take me through some of those, uh, the, the inner workings of some of those things. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody go buy some Force Factor products, you know. So Nico got that deal done with Force Factor and Walmart, which is great. You know, he's a very marketable kid. People are excited to work with him. A ton of interest in Joe. We got some things on like, the five-yard line that we're got, about to get pushed through. So, you know, we got a lot of businesses reaching out to us, and they're calling to try to get – involved with these athletes and so we're just trying to pair them up where that makes sense and get as many deals for these athletes as we can about three or four weeks ago and we'll get you out of here on this about three or four weeks ago you had a bunch of the athletes out on dr seuss read Amer- read across america week uh reading at local schools reading to 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 you know you know second graders third graders fourth graders um how important is that and how how did you kind of see the players really kind of gravitate towards that because at one point or another they were that second grader that third grader yeah absolutely i mean that that runs through our 501c3 volunteer legacy and it's a great way for us to partner with charities across the state and this one was you know a lot of schools across the region so we had a bunch of athletes out there and honestly right now that's where the athletes love spending their most time it's probably what gets them the most excited being able to go back and give back to those kids you know like you said they were those second third graders so when they get to go out and hang out with those kids that look up to them that's a huge opportunity for them so the athletes love getting those opportunities so anything like that we can do we try to do that and give back to these communities yeah, i'll be a vol club member cool signed autograph memorabilia you get these cool pullovers like turtleson with the vol club logo on it and if you're part of the secret society the one with a little feather on it that's some top end stuff um we appreciate it we'll talk to you here soon now let's bring in our two marquee attractions for this episode, and that being BYU's transfers Keenan Peely and Gabe Judy Lally. Keenan, Gabe, thanks for coming in. When you're sitting there playing at BYU last year, I'm sure you thought we'll probably be teammates again, but 
not at BYU. So kind of take me through uh, two separate decisions, but you guys ultimately end up at the same place. We'll start with you, Keena. Yeah, it was, it was cool. I think I entered uh, before the bowl game. He entered after. Um, my process was pretty quick. I think like maybe a week and a half I was committed, so maybe two weeks. But yeah, going through that process, transportal, it was hectic. It's like recruiting on steroids and everything's going on in this small amount of time. So it was cool. It was, it was interesting. And then he entered the portal and ended up here. That was cool for me. <laughs> I already knew Gabe, so that was nice for sure. Keenan committed. Nobody knew it was coming. It was great, <laughs> except for me. And uh, and it would have been that gateway with Gabe, but the, Gabe's drawn, it was kind of, it drew out a little longer. And then some, I don't know, some fans started to find out. All of a sudden it was on, you know, it was it was on our message board more and more, and I kept trying to, like, ignore it. And <laughs> Eventually that was like, ugh, you know. It was but leaking. It was leaking, that's right. And I think it started leaking from, like, the UCLA people. Yeah, yeah, that's what thing happened. But essentially, just like Keenan said, um, I wasn't going to enter a transfer portal, but then, you know, we had some coaching changes and such, and I – thought that I had to do what was best for me and so I entered after the bowl game like right before New Year's and the process was the same it was about a week and a half for me as well and because some of the other places I was debating on going started school way earlier than Tennessee so I had to make the decision between then but um you know I I didn't make the decision in mind with like having people that I knew at the school, but it's nice, you know, at the end of the day to make a decision, have somebody they already know, so the transition process isn't as isn't as hard. All right, we got one over here. He's been around the block a time or two. You had to go on a Mormon mission. You're older. Mm-hmm. You're 24. You turned 25 oh, yet? Not yet. Not yet. Coming soon to be up. 25. You'll soon to be able to rent a car. Um, he's married. He's married. Then this one started at Vanderbilt. Went to BYU for about six months and now ends up at Tennessee. You both have played in Neyland Stadium before. What's it like to play in Neyland Stadium as an opponent? Pretty crazy. I th- I always reflect back on that time we played and how it came full circle because that was the first year I got back from my mission that I played at Tennessee. BYU came here, and all that I remember is the people were super cool, super nice. Until BYU won. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Didn't see anyone after. But um, the environment was crazy, crazy environment at Neyland. What about for you? I guess my experience is a little bit different because going at Vanderbilt, it's a little bit of a rivalry, right? And my freshman year, is we had just beat Tennessee three years in a row. So it was like we were going to Neyland, and I remember we were driving underneath the bridge or something like that, and we were just getting pelted. Like our bus was getting hit by a whole bunch of stuff, and I was like, what is going on? And they're like, oh, this is like very much regular. But um, <laughs> it, it's fun. It was a good environment. Both games have actually been really rainy, so like – a lot of people left after half both times that we played. But, um, you know, the, the worst part actually about playing Neyland is that you guys cut off the hot water versus any time we play at the end of the game. So, like, we would lose and have to take the coldest shower in the world, and it was the end of November. So it was just, like, n- not much fun by any means. So did it stink or freeze? Um, take me through getting here, kind of acclimating to Tennessee. What... What have you enjoyed about it since you've been here the last couple of months, and what's it been like? It's been super smooth for me. Um, being married, it's always you know another challenge. You sure. know, bring another partner with you, and um, my wife's enjoyed it as well. Uh, it's easy for me having football, having a team, 
and somewhere to be every day, smooth transition, not hard at all. But uh, to Knoxville, it's super a great place. I think we've enjoyed that it's like such a relaxed environment, um, kind of fits us and um, starting to get into the scene a little bit, still trying to figure out the fishing scene. That's what I like to do and uh, some of those type of things, but it's been good so far. Yeah, honestly, it feels more normal here than where I was before. You know, it was a little bit of culture shock. So it's nice if you get back into some semblance of things that I'm used to. I know Tennessee pretty well because I was here for three years prior to that. But it's it's nice. Everybody here is really supportive and such. And my family likes coming out here. So it has been good overall. When, when, when some guys on the team want to roll to Nashville, are you like, yeah, that's not, not a lot about that. Let's roll. <laughs> I definitely know a lot about it. I, I always explain Nashville as – it was great to be there for three years and get my degree, but like I would never want to like live there. It's just like so much is going on, and it's just going to continue to keep going that way because of what's going on over there. Sure. So it's a nice two three day visit, and then you know get out of there. That's for sure. You come in, we all, we all gonna make the everybody's gonna make the grandpa jokes. I'm sure you you catch a little <laughs> bit of that with the team, but you come in as kind of this veteran guy in a room that is really young outside of, you know, Aaron Beasley. I mean, it's all kind of freshmen and then early enrollees that, you know, should be finishing up their, their high school career. Mm -hmm. Um, What's that like in that room? And do you feel like you can kind of impart some wisdom on some of those young guys like Arian Carter or T land or Jalen Smith? Yeah. It's been good to get to know the guys. I feel like, you know, they're teaching me, you know, I'm learning so much from these guys over here and um, whatever, whatever needs to be done in the room or I hope I can impart some type of wisdom or knowledge in the five years I've been playing. But um, really, I'm just grateful to be in the room, be around those guys. Those guys are some, some studs and some ballers, and I'm grateful for it. What have you guys enjoyed about Brian Jean-Marie and Willie Martinez? Um, you know, Coach really is just a man with, like, great personality and like care for everybody in the room it doesn't matter we got a lot of guys in the room because we meet as dbs together but coach willie could tell you something important about everybody in the room which is something that like i really appreciate regardless of the amount of guys that we got and um he's gonna hold us to the standard at all points of the day it doesn't matter what's going on and so it's good because you know sometimes people get lost in the cracks with so many guys on a team and especially with so many guys in one position but coach really makes sure that everybody feels you know loved at the end of the day and that's what you need when you get to this type of stage and you got a lot going on so it's good to have those types of people yeah similar to coach bj i think that in the little time that i've known him him as a coach is he really cares about the players like really cares about who we are what we want to do with our life, our future, and what's to come. And, you know, you can go to him with your goals, and you know he's going to keep you accountable in that way because he's very energetic, and he'll get on you if he needs. But really, that I think that's the biggest thing that's stood out so far is that he's a coach that really cares, really cares for the players and what you do on the field and what you do off the field. If there's one thing that you could take from BYU and implement it here as part of the culture that you thought was worked well for, for, for what BYU did – and maybe you could work well here, what would it be? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I think everybody, it's a copycat game. You know, one school does this in recruiting, 15 other schools start doing that because it worked for that one school. You know I mean? Like, is there yeah. something you feel like, that, you know, you could do it, bring from BYU to Tennessee that, you know, would be good? I think something we focus so much on at BYU is trying to make a lovely, like a true family environment. And 
um, when you say brotherhood, what does that look like? Um, when you the guy next to you, I call him my brother. Or, well, what are you willing to do for your brother or sacrifice in your life that you need to for the team? And I, I hope, uh, you know, they are already doing that. And I think hopefully we can transition that part. That's a piece I love that I take from BYU and my time there is that, that love aspect and that true family and brotherhood. Yeah, though my time was short over there, I also was at Vanderbilt before, like Keenan hit it on the head. The love aspect's big over there because I, I had just walked in and I felt like I'd been there for five years just like Keenan. I think that if you could bring that in anywhere you go, especially here at Tennessee, but anywhere in life, it just will make everything go more smoothly. And I see the guys on the team, they all hang out. They all, you know, love each other. But translating that love to the field also will just, you know, get us to bigger places than even they did this past season, I think. So as you roll through spring practice, what do you want to get done this spring? I mean, uh, starting spots starting spots aren't won in, in spring ball, but you can obviously take a step towards that. What what do you want to get accomplished in, you know, through these 15 practices? Yeah, I want to become a, shoot, a better athlete, better player on the field, and better uh, studier in the film room. I think uh, during spring ball and, and, and most importantly getting to know the guys and building the culture that we need to and getting accustomed to uh, – how things are here in Tennessee. I think that's a big thing I'm looking forward to in spring. Yeah, I guess kind of the same aspect of Keenan. But, like, I want to be able to understand the guys that I play in on, with on the back end, especially the guys that play safety and star. Because, of course, at corner, I do my certain thing, but I have to understand who's going to help me and where. I want to be able to know what guys like to call when we're in certain situations so I don't ever have to worry about we were on two different pages because, you know, playing DB, miscommunication is the reason why you get beaten a good majority of the time. So if I'm able to be on the same communication scale with everybody on the field, um, I think that will just, you know, roll over to the football season and, you know, eliminate some of the mistakes that I ever made through the film watching that I've seen this past year. Do you guys feel like you guys have gotten closer because you knew each other walking in the door? Maybe maybe not necessarily super close at BYU, but maybe you're closer now because you kind of had that common commonality. Yeah, we laugh about that sometimes. <laughs> we're closer here than we probably were at BYU, to be honest. And in, in what way, what have you learned about each other? I don't like I. Keenan said that funny like at BYU like it was Keenan's more place you know like he'd been there and such so I'd be like you just used to hang out with everybody in the corner I never talked to you and I was like you do you ever speak words that's the same thing I said when we first came to Tennessee he was like yeah he was like I was just comfortable but I mean I got to know Keenan and Keenan's wife uh, got to just understand his story a little bit more which is good because we're going to be on the field together and uh, the, those are the things that I mean I've gone over to his apartment we got to hang out and especially at the beginning when I didn't really know as many people on the team it was nice to be able to not like just hang out in my apartment by myself because that was part of the reason why I also left BYU because I didn't really do much over there so I wanted to be able to branch out and do more here and so it's been nice what players have you connected well with since you got here sure I feel like I've connected pretty well with like you talk about like Beasley and a lot of the linebackers in that room I hope to build stronger connection with the younger guys I think is is what I want to do um but yeah for sure those guys who's impressed you most out of the younger guys uh impressed me most a lot of like Arion he's crazy athletic for sure um Ben Bolton too he's out there with the athleticism and just pure raw talent, yeah, for sure. Those two. Are, what yeah. about a corner? 
Uh, I'd say Jordan Matthews, if I had to be 100% honest. He takes the film room to the field really well, and he's not afraid to ask questions, which I think a big thing with guys that are young is either they think they know everything or, like, they're too afraid to ask the questions. And though he might not ask him to Coach Willie, he'll ask him to me, BT, a whole bunch of other guys, and he'll translate that to the field. But I think all of them are learning on their own scales, and I think spring ball will be good for them. Um, you know, Ricky, he's – crazy athletic and I think Christian Conyer just figuring it out right now once he figures it out it'll all come in droves for him but um Jordan Matthews for sure is, I think he's a cut above right now but everybody's doing their own thing well, helps his dad played in you know at LSU and he's kind of you know what I mean like you, you've got somebody to kind of lean on about yeah. you know how to approach things as you said not being afraid to ask questions what's the best thing you've learned about Knoxville to this point best thing I learned about Knoxville that you did not know even back to your official visit any of that because I mean you're going to see what you know, anytime you take a visit Alabama, Tennessee, McNeese State wherever they're going to show you the best parts right uh-huh. what have you found when you went out exploring with the wife or exploring with teammates uh, found a lot of good food for sure uh, I didn't know it was as nice as it looks like I feel like once all the greens here it's oh, gonna buddy. look super nice in Knoxville. You want you want to get on the lake and go fishing, man. I mean, yeah, no, yeah, we're getting I'm warmer. We're getting warmer. <laughs> I'm getting there, but yeah, for sure, those things. I'd say yeah, food because I'm a, I'm a big food guy, but also like I thought the weather here was gonna be really bad like the whole time because like Utah, first of all, is horrible. I hate the snow; <laughs> it's just absolutely <laughs> horrible. And then yeah, we don't ever like snow here. It's 10 degrees warmer here than it was in Nashville, which is so much nicer because it got pretty cold and pretty yucky in Nashville. So, like, I like that it's been pretty sunny the last couple of weeks and it's just been, it just makes the overall, you know, vibe a lot better. I, I think sometimes, too, the, the, the plateau, which is over here, the Cumberland Plateau kind of blocks some of the wind. Like, the wind hits Nashville, I think, a little more, right. which is why you get tornado warnings a lot more in the mid state than you do here. I think it kind of, kill some of that so yeah. it th- mm-hmm. thus you don't you know if it's 55 and the wind's blowing 20 it's not really 55 right exactly. whereas if it's 55 and there's no wind it's still 55 when you look at this team what made tennessee the right fit to want to come play here i mean obviously the success last year they win the orange bowl they go 11 and 2 but when you're making that decision mm-hmm. and and you've got multiple years left but you don't how are you kind of weighing like you know because i mean like you could easily make a the bad decision. I mean, every, every year the recruits that go to the wrong school and you know end up switching around. How, how do you do that when you're older? Yeah, especially being a one year guy, it's kind of tough. That's why I said that process was so condensed and fast. I was like, man, this is a tough decision. But really, Tennessee, I think the relationship I had with the coaches um, from the jump is what helped me a lot. But then when we came on the visit wasn't planning to commit on my visit or do any of that. Um, being around the people in the program and feeling the culture here is what really drove me to, to do that during that weekend. You just so, got that, that feel, that vibe. Yeah, once I felt the feeling, I went, I went and talked. I remember I, they dropped us off at the hotel, and I went to my wife. I said, what do you think? <laughs> she was like, I know. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> and then I committed. I committed like shoot like 10 minutes later most of the time you're trying to impress the mom in recruiting with keenan you're trying to impress the wife in recruiting (laughs) what about you um though i do have two years left i made it with the decision of like only really 
wanted to come and play one year. Sure, but you got the wiggle room if you yeah, need it. Yeah, I pretty much. I mean, same thing. And my my mom was the deciding factor. She's a good people person, right? And she understood that this was gonna be the place that was gonna get me to where I want to go. You know, academically, football wise, and just like life. I did go two other places after that, but I had like the itch and inclination the whole time. Even though I'd gone two places next, I was like, ah, I kind of already know where I want to go. And, you know, playing in the SEC, like, I've now witnessed playing against other people. And it's just like the caliber of people here are just significantly better. And if you want to go make that next step to go play in the NFL, you got to be here, if I think, if anywhere else. I know I'd gone and visited Pac-12 school. I'd gone and visited Big Big 12 school. And then we played independent. But playing, you know, at Vanderbilt for the guys – in this league are just way better. And so if you think that you can make the next step, then you got to show it every Saturday in this league. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You were at BYU for so long. How much do you... I don't mean, that's not even the, the old man joke. I'm, I'm just saying, but like, you've got the, the developed relationships. As you told him, you felt comfortable there with certain things. How much have you picked up the phone and called some of your old teammates and just shot the bull with them and then just kind of you know because sure. you want to keep those friendships alive oh, yeah. you know oh yeah I keep we keep those relationships strong and we'll we'll call all the time you know I do they ask about here yeah all the time all the time asking what Tennessee like what's the team like you know all things like that they know it. it's like BYU you're at a school you know thirty kids are married and some most got a lot of got a lot of those got kids and. Like what's it like at Tennessee and the SC? So it's it's funny We're on the phone. We all call and talk about those things. Is is the wife been able to find her little niche here? Because I think that's important, getting right? There. Yeah, yeah, that's super important. Yeah, she's getting there. She's huge into fitness, and she she's meeting some people in the area, and she'll probably find something to do out here. Yeah. Keep her busy until <laughs> like that. All right, we're gonna go a little rapid fire. Both answer, not long answers though. Not, they don't have to be one or two words, but they don't need to be three minute soliloquies. Morning person or sleeping in? That's a tough. One. I can do both. It depends how, when I fell asleep. It depends when I fell asleep. Um, during the week, morning person, but weekend always sleeping. Yeah, gotta catch up. Then. What's one item you always bring, or one one item you always keep in your fridge? I have nothing in my fridge. <laughs> I only, I only get the stuff from the facility, so I guess water, <laughs> ice cream. For my wife, that's what, about it. What kind of ice cream? Anything like nutty. <laughs> <laughs> pecan, pistachio. Those no, that's butter pecan. What's an unpopular opinion you stand by? I oh. got a ton. Can't think of them right now. Mm. Okay, I'll give mine. Being 
and when I was at BYU, everybody believed that like California had the best high school football, but I think that Texas has the best high school football, bar none. I'll die with that on on my death stone. That's what I think. Unpopular opinion. My unpopular opinion. <laughs> I can't think of one. Uh, I don't know. Favorite NFL team? Raiders. Uh, don't have one. You're a Texas kid, and you don't have a favorite NFL team. I was a Tom Brady fan through and through, so like I guess wherever Tom Brady played, but I don't have a favorite NFL team. Favorite sport other than football? Basketball. Track. Jordan or LeBron? Kobe. Hey. Mm, LeBron. Kobe. LeBron. Kobe's in here. Dante Thornton was LeBron, or, or no, sorry, was was uh, was Kobe. Winter Olympics or Summer Olympics? Summer all day. Yes. One thing you love to do in the snow, even if you hate it. I used to be an extreme snowboarder, so like I like to snowboard, but I just don't like being cold. Snowboarding? Yes. Yeah. Oh, nice. Most I've done is sledding, so. <laughs> Best first date idea. You you don't answer this one. <laughs> well, I mean, I have a, a long-term girlfriend right now. But, well, that's okay, but you're not married, though. Uh, best first date idea. What did you do with this this girlfriend on a date? Uh, we went and... I, I, lo- I love sushi, so we went and got sushi. Okay. And we, like, ordered, like, omakase chef style. And so he brought out whatever he wanted to for us. And so it was a good. And she, she, she was, was impressed. New, new to, like, the sushi style. So she would try some new stuff. So it was good. All right. Now, you're married. Take me through first date. First date. F- first date with your wife. When did you know... So this is different. Like we normally have these kids on here, they're they're sure not married. We can we can go go down a different road here. When did you know she was the one? I think it was the uh, like our third or second date. I think as weird as that sounds, no, but as weird, weird as that sounds, yeah. And then we got married like a year later or proposed. But anyways, first date picked her up, axe throwing, dessert, like a ice cream chocolate cookie thing that's it did she beat Short you in axe throwing probably probably i don't even think i hit i can't remember hitting it the right <laughs> way so it just get bouncing probably, off yeah <laughs> you guys like darts you like to play darts yeah yeah, yeah i like darts <laughs> <laughs> cool you were quick on that yeah I, i'm gonna have my fair share of darts the played with the boys before nice yeah Who's the most competitive teammate you've met here? Come on, lad. Competitive. Uh, go pack. Pack Garland? Uh-huh. I actually meant to go morning person or sleeping in. You guys practice in the morning. Is that What did you do at BYU? Is it morning or afternoon? Afternoon. Uh, I'll be interested to see what you think morning practices. It's not as er- this is not the earliest I've had practice before though. Like it was my first two years at Vanderbilt. We were on the field at six thirty in the morning, so this is like perfect time. Yeah, it's you know, it's not too. It's kind of nice. Yeah, it is, man. Trust me. Like the schedule. It, you're home, especially being a married guy. This is actually oh, yeah. nice for you. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, you're not, done by twelve. Like done twelve thirty, twelve fifty, one o'clock. Yeah. What what's what's this? You know, school look like for you now as an older guy. Uh, I mean, graduate pro. I think he is as well. Yeah, you um, both graduated. Just, yeah, yeah, doing a graduate program. But I mean, like, how many hours of semester are we talking about for that? I think nine. I think I'm in nine right now. 
Yeah, I'm in nine. I just go to class on Tuesday and Thursday, and then the rest of the week. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you truly are done. You will be done it. <laughs> yeah, and then even when I go to class on Tuesday and Thursday, I'm done at two. So, like, it, it's very, very feasible, and I go get recovery for a majority of the rest of the day, so I'm not good and ready for the next day. What do you enjoy about Smokies? Smokies is the best food I've had. There's like, like three anywhere. different, yeah. There's three different dinners at dinner. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, that I'm getting used to. There's like a thing here, thing here, thing here. So you, you can get cook options. over there. Yeah, options. Like if it's you nice. say you don't like it, like that means you didn't try to go get something that, that you can literally make your own food there. So you can make something. You what like. do you make? What you know what I mean? Like what? What's one thing that they don't have every day that you're like, it just sounds good. I'm gonna get that. The day I usually cook is on the like the stir fry day. So when I cook the rice meat. When I have like personal pizzas, I do the personal pizza. Oh, day. those I are like, good too. Those are really good. What, are what's good your go-to pizza? Spinach and chicken. That look. Spinach and chicken. <laughs> all right, all right. You. I'm a meat lover. So <laughs> sauces, you know, pepperoni. Call it good. Oh, and bacon. When you got to college, what'd you weigh? When I first got, I was a safety in high school, so I when I got to college, I was shoot maybe two hundred. And you're not two forty. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? One hundred fifty-one pounds, soaking wet. And now what are you? Oh, uh, I was one eighty-nine today, I think. So you put on almost forty pounds. Yeah. What's mom and dad say about that? Like when you when you show back up and they've not seen you in a month or two and you put on twenty five pounds, <laughs> what? they probably tell me why you didn't do that sooner. <laughs> when I first came home, it was six weeks later, and I had gained like thirty seven pounds in six weeks, and my mom was like, "You're fat," and I was like, "I was like, <laughs> what do you mean?" She goes, "Your face is chubby," and I was like, "I just put on weight finally." She goes, "Oh, that might be right." So that was good. Six weeks? Yeah. That was fast. I was a big boy. i tell you who uh, continued to hear good things about adding weight this offseason is is Caleb Herring. Oh, I think yeah. He came in at 206, and he's up at 230 right oh, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Have you guys noticed much about him? I didn't notice the weight thing. I saw everyone at once meeting everybody. Sure. <laughs> but it was, but yeah. Is it hard to keep up with? I mean, because you all have so many. I mean, you, especially you—you you literally learned a hundred players at BYU, and six months later, you're learning a hundred new players here. Is it hard to kind of keep up with, you know, teammates and names? And I wouldn't say that, like, the names and such is it's pretty easy. It's just like learning a whole bunch of defenses, right? It's more or less like actually getting to know everybody. Like, I could probably could tell you what certain person's name is, but I couldn't tell you like really like much of anything about them. So it's just more or less building those like actual relationships with a lot of the guys on the team. Much like the recruiting class comes in, they kind of they they've known each other from junior days and recruiting visits and such, and they kind of stick together. Do the transfers do the same? Like, I mean, like, you know, when I had Dante on last week, he talked about how he hangs out with Omar Norman Lott, John Campbell. Mm-hmm. All of those guys are new transfers this offseason. Do, do the transfers tend to gravitate towards each other just because they're coming in? or, or Maybe is, a little bit. I know you hang out with your wife all the time. What are you talking <laughs> yeah, I mean, about? I already got it. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess, like, <laughs> though, though I'm not married, I kind of, like, my girlfriend comes up almost every weekend. So I hang from out Nashville? No, she's from, she goes to grad school and SMU. But okay. uh, she's from home. But, um, 
you know, I hung out with Keenan a couple of times, but uh, the DBs got together. So the DBs hang out a lot together. So it's been nice to hang out with them. Through winter workouts, where, where, where have you gotten better? I think overall, overall body and health, uh, for sure, in the winter workouts has been my main goal, main focus. <clears throat> I definitely say like speed, like more burst from from the get go, because we do a lot of, you know, programming the body um, to be able to get out in and out of breaks and just like starting off in the forty. So I think overall speed is really got better. Do you have a feel for the tempo yet? I mean, is there something you can do during winter workouts to understand, like you know, maybe not during real games you'll see this tempo, but during practice going against this offense, this is going to be boom, 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 boom. Uh, the tempo of the offense are you yes. talking about? Not yet. I haven't. I've actually, I actually played versus Coach Heupel in his offense before. Yeah. That thing is fast. Yeah, I'll say that it is fast though. That's right. When he was at UCF. BYU yeah, UCF. Played BYU played them COVID year, and we played versus that. It was really fast. <laughs> <laughs> you glad all that's behind us from a standpoint of like having full crowds? I mean, like just because. Yeah. It, I I don't know. It was just like. Especially when the SEC like came out that we're gonna like shut down football, and I was just like, "There's no way that we could do that, right?" And then like the first game I played at Texas A&M, and there was no such thing as COVID over there. It was 95,000 people, and then the rest of the season to having zero people, it just like didn't feel right to be playing football and playing in the SEC. Like going to Neyland and like there's nobody there at <laughs> like 20,000 people yeah and you just look up and it's just empty it's just super hard to be able to play the game but i'm so happy it's over now because you know we get to experience this thing and fully rocking especially after last year yeah that was one of my favorite years though night like it was kind of fun it was kind of fun i'm glad you had a good time <laughs> um, what's what did you know about tennessee before you got here anything did you know like players that have played here any of that stuff what did you know not not too much i, I had a cousin here who played uh, a little bit ago mapu but jt's your cousin huh yeah i didn't know that uh yeah so how often do you have you have you talked to him since you he called me on the when i was on my visit here yeah, he called me right before I was doing before the photo shoot he's like i gotta come out there <laughs> come catch a game but you know that was a cool little connection here. To sure. I don't. I don't even know that part of this. What about you? I mean, of course, you know Eric Berry and uh, Peyton Manning and such. But like, I didn't really know how like deeply rooted the culture was. But I mean, I knew enough because it was a rivalry for when I was at Vanderbilt, and so a lot of guys. There's like a couple guys that are at Vanderbilt that decided to flip from Tennessee that went to Vanderbilt. Ironically, so that they told me what they knew, but. It's been nice to get to, you know, be rooted in it now. That was interesting coming to Tennessee is, is the whole, like, southern football culture. I didn't even – like, you kind of hear about it, but, like, being here now, man, they love football. Like, the fans and, and the the area around here, like, you just hear about it when you're in the West Coast. Don't and, and you've not got to experience it yet. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, you get a little bit during spring practice. That'll kind of whet the appetite a little bit, but this fall yeah. will be – Especially coming off eleven and two, this place over here will be hopping every Saturday, and uh, I know you guys will be excited for that. Two key additions out of the transfer portal heading into this 2023 season: Keenan Peely, Gabe Judy Lally. Guys, we appreciate the time, and uh, good luck this spring, and good luck this fall. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.